All right. So now the dog is are walked and Caitlin is juiced. Fuck. And there's there's a UPS package. Hold on just a sec. Oh, I can pause this. <laughs> okay. Got my package. Uh, hilariously, um, I uh, I play. Uh, well, I don't. I don't. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, there's this thing that's called Warhammer, like forty thousand. It's a little like fucking plastic men that you put together and paint. You can battle with them. And I do that from time to time because it's awesome. Um, anyway, so I just got a big box of that shit, and the box on the side says "Not Children's Products." And it's kind of hilarious to me, because it's fucking children's products. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, so I got that. It's the squats. Excited. Uh, so I refreshed my Redditing, uh, looked at Ask Dennis, and a couple that kind of jumped out at me, there's some Sue Happy motherfuckers on there right now, I think. So one is, uh, so a guy went in, got an x-ray, and the dentist was like, Looks like you got recurrent decay underneath this filling, and we should replace it. So they went to do that, and then uh, the dentist took out the filling. And basically, it wasn't decay. The filling just had, I guess, like a big void in it, so it looked all different on the the X-ray. So the the patient was, or the dentist was like, "Yeah, so there wasn't decay. Uh, we were able to get the filling redone. We took a new X-ray. It looks." looks great, you know, whatever, like performed a good, good service. Um, and now the patient, it feels like, well, since there wasn't decay, it was all for naught and like, you know, they don't want to pay for it. And then like, there's people on there like, sue him. And I smell malpractice. It's like, what the, no, God, I hate people. So x-rays are just maps of fucking density. Like how much shit is between the x-ray sensor and the fucking ion beam that we shoot x-rays out of. That's all it is. It's just a fucking density map. So cavity uh, is less dense because it's fucking hole, right? That makes sense. Well, a void is also a fucking hole. So they just look the same. There's less stuff there. Um, now, depending on where the fucking void or the defect in the filling or whatever is, you know, sometimes you might reveal itself to be a void if there's filling on, you know, 360 degrees all around it. Um, but a lot of times it, it just looks like there's something wrong with that filling. Some, sometimes, like, older shit can look like that, too, because uh, bases and liners uh, used to be, like, really big and would be used a lot, and uh, they didn't have uh, radio opacifiers in them, so sometimes they can look like like bullshit on, uh, on an x-ray or whatnot. Some old filling materials show up as radiolucent. So, you know, you take an, take an x-ray of somebody and you're like, oh my God, you got giant cavities. And then you're like, oh no, these are fillings. They actually are holding up well. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's not fucking malpractice. You know, you, hey, this is what I see. Um, a big, uh, void on, on the filling in that type of area is, is a failure point. Replacing that is a good service. Uh, go fuck yourself, people that are saying to sue the dentist. Um, so there's there's that one. And the other one I was seeing is there's a, there's a couple, and it's funny. Like sometimes I tell my staff that on any given day everything is in dentistry is just the same. Like you come in, you work on the same tooth all day, or every patient is an asshole, or every patient is fucking awesome and is hilarious, and you love them. You know those are the great days. 
uh, you know, sometimes every patient that comes in the door signs up for all their treatment. Other days, every patient that comes through the door signs up for no treatment. You know, it's just, it's a lot of the same. A lot of the same. Reddit, apparently, a lot of the same. Because there's a, a two or three, like, went to the oral surgeon and they pulled the wrong tooth then. Which uh, happened to my next door neighbor. I think they extracted teeth on the wrong side. Or something. It's a thing. It's a, it's a thing and, like, you know, it happens not just to oral surgeons and dentists. It happens, to, you know, throughout healthcare and whatnot. When I worked at the, the hospital, uh, there was actually, like, a string of people getting their wrong knee replaced. That's Jesus, you know? Can you imagine that? Because you still got to then get your other knee replaced. Now you got fucking two replaced knees. I don't know. Maybe it's, like, two for the price of one, so maybe it's a good thing. Uh, no, it's not a good thing. Like, wrong site surgery is not a good thing. Don't, don't say I said otherwise. Um, I can see, like, in, in specialist things, like, I've had, it's weird for me to get, like, referral work, but, like, uh, you know, we have a network of offices. Sometimes, you know, the doctor there feels uncomfortable doing something, but they'll send it to me because I'm more comfortable with it. Like, extractions, you know, some endos, some stuff like that. Um, we do have every now and then, like, outside, uh, uh, dentists that kind of like, oh, I don't do this, but they do that over there, and it's cheaper than oral surgeons, so go over there, so we'll get sort of sideways weird referrals, and every now and then, like, ortho, uh, sends us something, like, like, yeah, this patient needs, uh, you know, these teeth extracted, uh, they don't have a primary, uh, dentist, and, at the moment, and we suggest that they go to you. And this is our ortho treatment plan, and here's what we want extracted. Um, so every now and then I get, get something weird like that. And I have had, like, the ortho ones come over uh, where it's, like, take out, you know, four first premolars, right? And I look, and there's, like, crazy-ass fucking decay on a second premolar. So I'll just kind of call the orthodontist, like, hey, I was looking at your treatment plan, um, and, you know, I just did my exam and stuff, so, the, you know, second premolar is pretty bombed out, like, you know, might might even be, you know, uh, needing, like, endo or whatever, um, and first premolar is, like, a beautiful tooth, uh, you sure you want me to extract that one and not the other one, and... I, I would say they were, they're usually like, oh no, yeah, I just need the one tooth space over there. So yeah, if there's a shitty tooth, get rid of the shitty tooth. So, you know, you can check with the ortho on that. But uh, I think sometimes, like, when you're you're working off a referral, like, if you look in uh, and you see something slightly different, like, oh, this tooth looks fucked up, like, you know, so maybe this is the one that I'm thinking needs to be extracted, or if, like, uh, I'm, I don't know, like, uh, tooth numbering can sometimes be weird if someone is like missing a tooth. Like I've definitely uh, had someone come over and looks like they need uh, thirty extracted, um, and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I don't. I think that I'm looking at thirty-one, thirty-two. I think thirty is gone, right? Um, but someone else looked at it and saw that as thirty, thirty-one. So you know, you can get into weird weird shit, and I think if there's any question, just, you know, getting in touch with the referring doctor, and, you know, making sure everybody's on the same page, 
I uh, I always have if uh, if it's not my patient, it's like okay, patient. I'm you know doc blah blah blah. blah. Uh, so which which tooth are we doing today? You know, like they're like oh the one in the back bottom right or whatever. Great. Can you point to it? Sweet. You pass the test. You know, let them point it out out to me as they should know, and then like we're on the same page. And if it's not what I have on my sheet. You know, we'll look at it and, and sort out anything even before I'm doing anesthetic or anything, anything else. Um, so that's kind of like one of the, the points on my checklist. If it was my patient, I did the treatment plan. I usually, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at reading my own notes and uh, knowing what I meant in any given time. Now, that said, like sometimes, uh, you know, when you're doing exams and you're calling out stuff and you're like, oh, okay, we need a DO on 13 and we need this and that, and, uh, I'm like somewhat dyslexic, like I'll be looking at, you know, tooth five and be like, oh, 13 or 12 or whatever needs this. Um, so I'll put down treatment on the wrong side or, or sorry, it gets entered in the computer on the wrong side. Most of the time I check it or catch it when I'm checking the, the treatment to make sure that everything got in there. Um, but, you know, things slip through the cracks. Sometimes, you know, I say MO, I meant DO, or I said DO, but it got put in as MO or whatever. So I'm always looking at x-rays, and sometimes when I go into the patient mouth, it's like, okay, yeah, we just need to change this. This is actually MOB, not MOL, you know, whatever. Uh, and then if I'm uh, wrong in a position where it would cost the patient more money, like if I uh, signed them up, then they parked and paid for a fucking, you know, two surface filling. And then I get in there and I'm like, Oh, actually I'm going to do an MOB. I just comp the other surface, you know, I'm going to put it in, in correctly of what I did and blah, 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 but I'm not going to charge the, uh, the difference or, you know, if, uh, sometimes, you know, you're doing a, a couple fillings and you're, you know, I did the, did the two fillings and I'm looking now and I'm like, well, it's tooth next to it. Honestly, needs the filling here, you know, now that I'm staring me in the face, so just tell the patient, like, hey, you know, you're already numb up here, it looks like this other tooth needs a filling, um, I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and do that for you if it's okay, and if they're okay with it, <coughs> just, just do it, you know, it's not like it takes me any longer there, it's gonna take them longer to <laughs> go do the rest of the stuff, so, um, those are some of my little, like, you know, just checks or, or whatever. Uh, and then any, anything time in and something goes, uh, wrong. Uh, I don't think you necessarily need, you know, you need to accomplish what you need to uh, accomplish, right? So like if I'm extracting a tooth, crown comes off of the tooth next to it. I'm not going to stop and be like, Hey, your crown came off and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to complete the surgery that I'm in the middle of. Right, and then I'm going to put your crown back on and schedule you a follow-up if needed and then tell you about it, like, hey, Bob, took this off, this crown came off, you know, uh, nice thing about a crown coming off, we get to really inspect the tooth and, you know, it looks uh, it looks healthy, so that's good, so we're going to put the crown back, uh, we put the crown back on, um, you know, if there's any problems we can address it in the future or... Uh, if, you know, the crown came off because uh, there's a bunch of decay under it that I can see. It's like, hey, this crown came off, and now we're seeing that there's a uh, a lot of decay. I'm going to get get another image or, you know, whatever. So you kind of pivot on, on those things. And I think it's just important, like, just be honest with the patient about whatever happened. Like, that's why you have the 
fucking waivers and the stuff on there. It says, like, damage to the restorations and other teeth, you know, it's sometimes can can be an unfortunate uh, part of oral surgery there. This guy has a lot of socks. Um, sorry, I'm parking now, and there's a guy with a lot of socks. Jeez, and this person does not know how to park. I drive a giant fucking thing, and I need people to park kind of correctly for me to fit my giant ass in correct places. So anyway, I've done that. I've parked the giant thing, and I'm going to go, I don't know, pull some teeth or something. So I have, like, a, a fucking shadow tomorrow. Um, I don't know, shadows are like, like, I want an associate like I've I've mentioned that I need one uh, for next year because I want to only work uh, four days. Uh, I almost said four days a month. I only want to work four days a month. That actually sounds wonderful. Uh, four days a week, um, and maybe even three, maybe like four, three, four, three, something like that. Because uh, you know I want to like be a parent and uh, do that shit. And I uh, it's really easy for me to work a lot because I like to. I don't know. I like to be busy and I like to make a lot of money. And if I'm busy, I make a lot of money. And you know, it's, it's kind of like, Oh, but I can make more. And I really don't need to. <laughs> so I just need somebody to, to write the ship. Cause what I don't like about taking fucking time off is it, it's like, it stacks up a bunch of, uh, meaningful stuff that I don't want to do. Like, it's like, Oh, great. Now we got to catch up on fucking denture Jess Cause I was closed for a minute. You know, so uh, I like the the interviews, shadows, whatever, to, to go real well. And it just seems like every time I have a shadow, it's it's just like a day where there's some something crazy that happens, like like a patient threatens to stab me <laughs> or something. You know, like this legitimately happened. Um, Oh, jeez. You know, it's just like kind of kind of crazy stuff. And I was like, man, I just want it to be fucking normal. Please, please be normal tomorrow uh, for the person so they don't get like weirded out. And it's weird, too, because some of the people that have like, you know, shadowed or interviewed or whatever, like we've hired. And in spite of having like kind of bizarre bullshit that goes on during the day, it's just like, yeah. I guess you know shows you a taste of the real world. Um, I have had shadows where like not a lot was going on. I actually uh, uh, here's here's a story, Matt. Um, Matt was uh, my regional manager. He listens to this show. He's a cool guy. He was once attacked by a duck. Anyway, like uh, this, he was trying to get uh, someone on board, and it was before. Like, I was as busy as I was now. I didn't see the writing on the wall that I really wanted to get an associate in place before I got crazy busy. And he kind of, he didn't, he didn't let me know that we were having a shadow. It was like a surprise shadow. Like, all of a sudden, like, he's like, hey, here's this husband and wife team. And I brought them down to meet you. And I was like, ah, I'm unprepared. It was really fucking slow. And uh, they asked me, like, so what, what would you be nervous about us coming here and I was like well I don't I don't know that we'd have enough enough dentistry to do between us you know because sometimes it's like this and 
not a lot going on. So I like open mouth, insert foot, uh, and they didn't end up signing on. And now I think about it every now and then because I like, fuck, would have been really great if I had an associate that could be doing stuff and I could take guilt-free time off. Because uh, right now that's, uh, that's the trickiest thing to do. I'm shoving cookie M&Ms in my mouth. So I know like the other day when I was doing these commutery things, I wasn't feeling super well. I feel better. And I didn't, like, while I was kind of sick, I was just like, oh, I'll get a juice drink. Like, Caitlin got juice, I got juice, everybody got juice. Now I'm like, I need to catch up by eating shit. So, oh, fuck, cookie M&M's. Now there's one on my floorboard, and it's going to bother me, but I'm not going to try to get it. It has a hard candy shell, so it'll be fine. I, I won't eat it later, probably. I might. My car is pretty clean. Um, I got a new car this year. I got, um, I got the Wagoneer. It's ginormous. It's like bigger than the Yukon. <laughs> so huge. And I don't have like too many problems like driving and parking it because it's got like all sorts of centers and it's really easy. But at work, our parking lot like the the spaces are not they're like kind of tight spaces so i really when i'm parking i'm like fuck i don't want to park next to somebody because i don't want them to try to open their door and hit my car it's like my car's just fat like it can't like i'm in the middle of my space but you know it doesn't leave you a lot of room to get in your car so i'm always like trying to sort of park near my you know one of my assistants or fronts cars or whatnot it's like i'm gonna leave before them and then blah blah blah, blah. So it's this, like, weird, weird thing. But my car, like, I hadn't had a new car. Well, I've never had a new car. I had a series of new-to-me cars. But they'd always been, like, so behind on the technology. Like, when I uh, uh, got my first car, like, when I turned 16, learned, learned to drive, it had a fucking 8-track player in it. Shit, you not. It was a 76 uh, Chevy three-quarter ton pickup. Fucking awesome. Got six miles to the gallon. <laughs> oh, anyway, but it, uh, you know, I'd always, you know, then like when, when, uh, like CD players were like becoming a thing in cars, like I was like, I just got a car finally that had a tape deck, you know. And so I always had like old shit. Now I got a new car and it was like legitimately new. And it's like amazing, like, because I've never had a backup camera before. I've got, like, a fucking backup camera. I've got, like, all these, like, crazy sensors of, uh, you know, I go to park, and it's like, oh, here's how many, you know, inches you have to be clear on any point of your car. And, you know, when I slow down and make a turn, it, like, it changes the lights and all, all sorts of crazy shit. It's, uh, it's interesting. I feel spoiled just driving, um... And, uh, you know, listening back to, like, I recorded one of these, I wasn't sure how my car acoustical environment microphone shit was going to work out. It's really good. So, uh, good job, Jeep. I am a fan. My wife has a Jeep. I have a Jeep. She had a Jeep before her Jeep. She had an old Jeep Compass. Now she's got the 4xE or the 4XE. I don't know. 4xE. It's probably 4xE. Sounds better. Well, 4... 4XE sounds like for sexy. 
So I don't know. Anyway, it's uh, part electric, <laughs> which is hilarious because it's like range is like 23 miles. But she only goes to the store, which is like three or four miles from her house. So she has to get gas like she's had it for a year now. I think we put gas in it like three times and once because we like took a trip with it. Anyway, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Why am, why am I fucking talking about that? I had some point to what I was talking about. Um, need an associate. Oh, shadowing and uh, craziness. Yeah, so I just hope tomorrow is good and at least decently normal. Like, we've got a lot of different um, stuff on the schedule. The schedule's actually kind of nice for a shadow day because I, I think there's a lot of, like, ends of cases on. Like, I've got, like, two... Uh, uh, implant crowns that, that I'm delivering, so those are usually pretty straight for our appointments and, you know, shows we do implants, and then I've got, uh, molar endo on there, which I'm not, like, super excited about. I've just, uh, I've been having success with them, you know, knock on wood or whatever, and, um, you know, it's, like, kind of the more I... I do, they, they're, I'm, I'm kind of seeing like, okay, this is the pitfalls, this is how to not, you know, get in those ones, this one's straightforward, younger person, so the canals are, you know, big and big like, so I think that should be a go good, except I got my paternity leave coming up, right, and so I'm going to be gone, so I have no more space on my schedule, really. Until I'm gone, I just have, like, weird little small things, because it's like, well, my doctor that's covering me doesn't do implants, and I'm doing, uh, can't remember if I've talked about my all-in-4 case on here or not, but I'm doing the second half of it, um, because I did full mouth surgery, you know, extractions, grafted the upper, uh, put four implants in, screwed on the lower, went really nice, I don't know. Now I'm coming in and I'm putting the implants on the top, but we're just going to put them in and then we're going to let those heal. He's going to still have traditional denture on the top and then when everything is healed, I'm going to put on the, you know, the multi-units and the scan, the scan bodies and get some, uh, uh, some porcelain ones made. So I think that'll be really, really good when we get to that, that stage. And it's, uh, not as far as like, implant surgery, grafted sites, placing four or five implants? I don't know. Some amount of implants up on the maxillary and the grafted sites uh, on a guy that's already shown uh, heals really well and, you know, so far the implants like him again, knock on wood and everything. But that's something my, you know, uh, associate or coverage den dentist or whatever, he doesn't do implant stuff. So it's like, I gotta get that case in. <clears throat> that's a longer case. I've got a couple other implants to place. I've got some endos. I've got some, you know, kind of uh, Invisalign deliveries. Just a lot of different stuff that it's like uh, coming into the middle of this, especially if you're not like someone who does this, like you don't, you want don't want to do that. So a lot of my weird things, like I had a guy that, you know, should have, I... I probably should have done an endo, and then I didn't, and now it needs to be like an endo and a post, and blah, so I'm going in, and I'm kind of doing that one, um, kind of as a comp service, you know, from a crown that I did, 
he's done a lot of other stuff with me and it's like, you know, it's like not, I don't comp a, a lot of shit, but it's, it's one of those ones that I feel good about and want to do it, but I don't want to ask, uh, someone else to, to do that because if it's, if anything's ever going to go sideways on someone, it's when you're trying to do them a favor and it's like, I will do my own favor. Right, I'm gonna do the favor. I'm not gonna set someone else like, hey, do me a favor and do this for this guy. No, I'll just fucking do it. And if it goes sideways and we need to call an audible, we can. Um, but anyway, so a lot of that that shit. So I don't have spaces really left. So one of the other offices were like, hey, can you do this fucking molar endo on uh, 19? And it, it's like a very straightforward one. I'm like, yeah, I can I can do that. Great. And it's like, uh, well, when when you can do it? It's like, well, I can do it Saturday at this time or Wednesday at this time she's like you can't uh, she can't do either of those times when's your next time I was like January 16th (laughs) you know seven weeks from now I guess because I can't really schedule anything while I'm on my paternity leave um I will probably come in and do the random thing but like right now like we could we I could go home and Kayla could give birth to this child today like I don't know so I don't I'm trying not to have I don't know when the, I actually have to be at the hospital and have a newborn, whatnot. He's sort of a bastard, like, you know, <clears throat> I'm a busy dude. You should fucking schedule, like, stick to your date, you know? Don't fucking show up at the office. We had this, uh, this guy today that he called, and he's like, I have hypertension, but I need this extraction, um, so is your doctor going to do it? My blood pressure is normally... 160 over 105 or something. It's like, I have a lot of questions. I was was like, is he taking medications? You know, because that's like, hypertension and untreated hypertension are two different things. One I worry about a lot more than the other one. Um, So no, he's not taking anything. It's like, uh, okay, well, I mean, it depends. Like, number one, like first... He should be, and you can tell him this now, he should be calling a doctor, getting getting a doctor, getting his blood pressure looked at, because his blood pressure is going to kill him faster than I kill him pulling his tooth, right? Uh, and apparently he's looking into getting a doctor and yada, yada, yada. But anyway, um, like, he was getting all, like, shitty with my office manager because I wouldn't commit to do it. And it's like, I need to see you and the rest of the health history and what is going on. And I need to gauge, like, how much of a, you know, emergency this is, basically. You know what I mean? Like, 160-105, I've taken out teeth with people with blood pressures way higher than that. Because it needed to happen. And, the you know, the risk was worth the reward. And also, it depends a lot on what tooth, how broken down, am I going to drill, what am I looking at for anesthetic... You know, uh, can I use Carbocane? You know, do I have to give a block? Like, blah, blah, blah. You know, a lot of different different things play into that. What is What does the guy look like? If you come in, you're fucking sweaty, diaphoretic, twitching around, look like, uh, you know, you just did three lines of Coke or something, like, probably not going to want to do surgery on you. If uh, you're, you're pretty chill and calm and it's like, all right, you're in some pain, you know, that spikes the blood pressure. You say you have high blood pressure getting it looked into like you know is is this something that i feel like we could take out safely and if so then i'll do it is it something that maybe we need to start you on some antibiotic and whatnot and get you into your doctor so that you can fucking 
you know, get the blood pressure figured out so I can take the tooth out. Uh, maybe that's something we do. You know, there's a lot of different factors and it's, it's like, I don't, I don't know. People like, we get this all the time. Like people will call and it's like, haven't been seen in like six years and they're like, I need this tooth taken care of. Is the doctor going to be able to do it when I'm there? And my staff is like, you know, we try to do same day service when possible. It just depends on, you know, what it is. We really can't know until we do an exam. You know, and then I come in and do the exam, and it's like, yeah. Uh, so you need like a root canal, and yeah, you, you start checking on some antibiotics, schedule for that. Well, you're not going to do it right now. They told me you try to do something right now. It's like well, root canal takes me a little bit of time. Um, yeah, I could probably fucking open it and bright it, like if I really wanted to. But I'd just rather if I'm opening the tooth and finding the canals and shoving shit in. You know, like why don't I just do the endo. That's, that's my thought process. Now, now sometimes, you know, it might be like, you know, a gigantic paro and it's like, yeah, some time with some calcium hydroxide would do this some good and we'll do this over, <coughs> you know, two appointments or whatever. Like, you know, there's a time and a place for that, but I don't want to just like commit to doing that. I, endo, endo's fun. I love endo. It is a lot of stuff to fucking set up. You know, it takes, it takes my assistant longer to set up a room for endo than it does for me to do like an extraction or you know some, something else so it just kind of depends on the flow and what else is going on i have 100 percent same day started uh endos before like you know that's not something that doesn't happen it's just it's not often because a lot of times i don't i just don't have the time you know it's a it's a longer procedure it's a little bit more involved uh Anyway, so, you know, we get that. We get the, the classic, like, I scheduled for my cleaning. And it's like, no you, no, you didn't. We don't do that. We're not one of those places. Some places schedule you for an exam and cleaning. And at the same time, actually, we do that if you're under 12. Because, you know, you probably don't have periodontal disease. Um, most of the people that are calling that are, like, 800 years old and they haven't been to the dentist in 700 have periodontal disease and need, you know, like, we don't know what the fuck cleaning to schedule you for. You know, we got to measure your fucking pockets and, you know, check your BOP and your mobility and all that type of shit first. Um, so, yeah, and it's weird because it's like dentistry is the only, like, profession I can think of where, you know, like, I don't, if something was going on with my car, I don't, like, call the mechanic and be like, I'm going to bring my car in. Can you fix it immediately? They're like, we don't know what's wrong with it. And I was like, yeah, but can you fix it right now? It's like. Well, no, we would need to know what the fuck is wrong with it first. Like, why is that expectation that your, your human body, like, I'm just supposed to magically be able to, like, oh, yeah, whatever is wrong with your tooth, I know that I'm going to be able to do it right then and there. It's like when, uh, uh, I do, like, there's not things I don't do, like, by and large. Like, I don't do any of, you know, I don't, uh, something... But we get calls, it's like, does your doctor do root canals? Yes, he does, he does some root canals. Well, which root canals? It's like, well, the ones that don't need a specialist. Like, the ones he feels comfortable doing. Well, can you do my root canal? We need to see you. Well, no, I don't want to come in if you can't do it. It's like, I don't, what are you supposed to do with that? I don't know. If your root canal looks predictable to me, I will do it. If it doesn't, I have an endodontist who I fucking love. 
who is fantastic, who does a really good job and sets me up for, like, great restorative work, um, I'll refer you to him, and I'll feel very good about doing that, and it ke- keeps our relationship. Um, what's nice, too, and one of the things that uh, I-, I think uh, your endodontist will uh, appreciate is I do a lot of endo, um, but sometimes I'm really busy, and I can't, it's like, well, you know, am I going to get you in faster than the endodontist? And if, if I'm like, no, thinking about this guy, I'm like, hmm, you know, you need to come in a little bit quicker. I'll just send you to him, even if it's like fucking an easy number eight or something. Um, and it's really, you know, making about the patient. And I think the, uh, uh, our referral re- relationship, I, I think he, he, you know, recognizes that because I'll kind of put, put stuff on like, oh, this person is only in town to this or they they have this weird scheduling thing or, you know, whatever, put some little notes in there and they they do good also i uh uh some of my specialists they like send like in the mail like whatever you know the documentation back or a fax or whatnot but this one in particular like their office emails and i'm a big like i don't know i usually email back just like you know thanks or got it or whatnot but a lot of times I look at it and it's like work is just super impressive. And I was like, wow, that looks great. Tell Mark awesome job, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever. So it's just kind of a, a funny thing. Like I'm, I'm very impressed by, uh, by my endodontist. So, uh, he's good. Actually, all my specialists I work with, I, don't, I guess if I had a specialist I didn't like, why would I keep using them? So yeah, I like all my, my specialists. I try to try to keep them happy although it's kind of is like now that i have the in-house oral surgeon um a lot of what i'm i'm sending to the oral surgery is like pathology and like weirder stuff like and like um just sort of strange case things i I don't know like uh it's uh it's weird so I, I don't know if my oral I don't know what my oral surgeon thinks of me any, anymore. I was like, you know, I got my own wisdom toothy implanty guy in the office now. So what the fuck is this? Sorry, I'm just turning. There's a guy with a big thing. I literally don't know what I just passed, but there's a guy in the street with a thing of stuff, and it's confusing me. Um. I really haven't seen anything good. It's it's Hallmark Christmas movie time. Like that's that's kind of what I watch. And we were sick for a while. I watched Bullet Train. Uh, that was actually fucking awesome. So that's my recommendation of life. I'm really like I said. I'm just recording these all the time. I don't know what order they'll come out. Still trying to connect with Ryan. It's just really hard. Like expectant father and new father. Um, it's just tough to find time. So I, I hope you guys are kind of enjoying uh, this shit.
you feeling like a pimp, nigga, go on, brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too, go on, brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby, don't forget that boy told you get that dirt up your shoulders. I probably owe it to y'all, probably be locked by the force, trying to hustle some things. That go with the boss, feeling no remorse, feeling like my hand was crossed. Middle finger to the law, nigga, creeping my balls. Seven ladies, they love me, from the bleachers, they screaming. All the ballers is bouncing, they like the way I be leaning. London, Japan, and I'm straight up the block Like a running back, get it, man, I'm straight up the block I can run it back, nigga, cause I'm straight with the rock It's a bittersweet symphony that's loud If you're feeling like a pimp, nigga, go on, brush your shoulders off Ladies, it's pimps too, go on, brush your shoulders off In the kitchen with soda I just whipped up a watch Trying to get me a rover Trying to stretch out the coca Like a wrestler, yes sir Keep the heck of a close You know the smokers are tension But like 52 cards went out I'm blue dealing now 52 bars come out Now you feel them now 52 cards roll out Remove selling in case 52 bras come out Now you chilling with a boss Bitch of cards FC on the sleeve At the 4040 club ESPN on the screen I play the grip for the jeans Plus the slippers is clean No chrome on the wheels I'm a grown for real No change I can change I can change I can change Change, I can change, I can change, I can change, but I'm here. 